welcome to another episode of The Impolite Psychologist. So I've been thinking about this concept, about when people reposition themselves in life. It kind of reminds me of what cruise ships do. They spend some time in some part of the world, and then the season changes, and then they move somewhere else to start again. And this is sort of the visual I have when I think about people repositioning. And what I mean by repositioning is I'm talking about that period of time after everything has fallen apart in a person's life. I think everybody's sort of familiar with the idea that people who have issues with substance abuse will have something happen that's just terrible during their drug or alcohol use, and we call that rock bottom. And so there's something terrible that happens. They end up losing their apartment or their relationship or their job or whatever. Something awful happens. And that terrible thing that has happened becomes the impetus for a person becoming sober. And so what does that mean to people who are not addicted to drugs or alcohol? How does it look for people who are just simply repositioning themselves after some other type of major life event? And I was just thinking about the movie Reality Bites. And there's a character in this movie named Troy who is played by Ethan Hawke. And he is kind of arrogant and sarcastic and all these things throughout the movie. But what ends up sort of happening, spoiler alert, is that his father dies. And so there's a scene where he comes back from his father's death. And you can tell that something has shifted within him psychologically by the way that he's dressed and by the look on his face and the tears in his eyes. But he actually says it. His character actually says it. He says, I kind of got this arcane glimpse of the universe. And it made him realize a thing or two. And I think that this happens to people after events in life or after therapy or whatever it is that happens where people cannot unsee what they have seen. They cannot go back to the position psychologically that they used to be in ever again. And so there are a number of things in life that cause people to reposition and change and go past the point of no return. For example, when dynamics change in a family, like somebody very important in your family dies or gets sick, or something changes tremendously with money, like 
there's a major job loss and finances are changed and lifestyles are changed. Or the opposite, somebody wins the lottery and then everything is different. Or of course, addiction, when somebody in the family develops a very serious addiction. But a lot of times what I deal with isn't about necessarily major life events like this in a family changing somebody, but in fact, the product of therapy itself. A lot of times what will happen is that you might go to therapy for a while and after gaining some insight about sort of your position in the family and how you're treated, after a while of working on yourself in therapy, you might begin to refuse to be in the same position in the family. For example, the person who's the scapegoat. Oh, you're always the screw up. You always ruin everything. It's always because of you. It's always your fault. And that person might come to therapy. That person might be you. And you might come to therapy and realize that you don't do a whole lot really wrong. You just got the reputation of that. And then from there on, after recognizing that it really isn't you, it's how you're treated, you stop allowing it. And what happens in a family when one person decides that they are not going to put up with being treated a certain way in the family, everybody else has to reposition themselves too and get used to the idea that there is a new you and the new you has boundaries and doesn't put up with all the garbage that the old you put up with. And therefore, you have changed your position and everyone in the family has to do the same. Now, when we talk about job loss, job loss is something that all of us go through at one time or another. And maybe it's not a loss. Maybe you weren't laid off or fired, but there came a point in time in your job where you decided that it just didn't fit you anymore and that you needed something more and either a promotion wasn't available to you or your boss didn't recognize that you had outgrown your position or you outgrew the company or the career that you have worked so long for. And so something switches inside of you and you have to reposition yourself into a change. And sometimes it's positive because you figure out where you really belong and you go there and it works out well. Often though, I do deal with people who are facing retirement. And this is actually a big issue in therapy that when people get to a certain place in their career and they can see the end, like I know I've got five years before I have to retire or 
I'm retiring next month. And people really have to consider what the heck they're going to do with themselves. Or I also see people who are in retirement and trying to figure out what the heck they're going to do with themselves. Because I think a lot of times when you are working a lot, you don't have time to think about what your leisure will look like. And so a lot of people get there and realize some things. Sometimes they realize that they don't have enough hobbies. Sometimes they realize that their relationships aren't that great, that they don't really have much of a support system for all this time they have on their hands. Family don't have time for them to come and visit in the middle of the week, or friends are still working. And there's a lot of, what the heck do I do with myself? And people have to reposition themselves that way. And hopefully, a person in this position, or if you're in this position, you find some new hobbies, or you spend more time with the hobbies that you already have. But another thing that happens to people in retirement, besides needing to fill their time and work on their connections with other people, is they have to feel like they have some sort of purpose. And a lot of times people won't retire in the end because they don't want to lose their purpose. Or hopefully there are grandchildren or nieces and nephews who you can spend time with and teach lessons to and help somebody else in the family out. Or maybe you can become a mentor of some kind. But everybody needs purpose. And a lot of times when people retire, it's very difficult to reposition themselves into purpose, connections, and having all that time off. But I think it's even worse when you don't know it's coming. When you thought everything was just dandy, when you thought that everything was fine at your job, and then one day a whole bunch of layoffs come and you end up laid off. And that was something that wasn't in your plan. You did not plan on paying your rent or your mortgage or your car payment or whatever without a job. That wasn't part of the plan. And you might find yourself scrambling. And the layoff itself is where everything kind of falls apart. But the repositioning, where you end up after that, is the interesting part. Because when you don't plan on something like that happening to you, and it happens to you, you have to shift psychologically in a major way. And you have to wrap your head around not going to work, not seeing the co-workers, not seeing the boss, and where you belong after this. And sometimes... That works out well, and sometimes that works out not so well. And so that is the question. How do you best 
reposition yourself when you are blindsided by something. I think it's one thing if you can predict a change coming in your life, like the example of people who are retiring. They have an exact date of when it's all going to end. And so they can take time psychologically to figure out how to best reposition themselves. But when it happens out of nowhere, when you have a sudden job change or any kind of change for that matter, out of nowhere, it's like a shock to the system that you have to comprehend. And it's not only in job situations, but also romantic situations. Have you ever been dumped and you didn't see it coming? You thought everything was fine. There was no inkling that anything was wrong. And then out of nowhere, your partner just says, this isn't working for me, I'm done. And you are shocked. And even in those situations where you kind of feel like, uh, we haven't been communicating as well, or we haven't been communicating as often, or we had that fight and it's not looking so good, even if you kind of see it coming, sometimes it can be shocking even when it happens and you predicted it because maybe you didn't predict it happening when it did or how soon it did. And that becomes shocking. And now you've got to think of yourself as a single person again. And now you don't have a partner to go to social events. And so how do you reposition yourself as a single person? What do you do when you have to go to the wedding alone? Or how do you interact with that couple friend that you had made with your partner? Do you get to be friends with one of them, both of them, or do you not see them? again, when you are no longer in a couple. You know, and it happens in the other direction too. It happens when you are the person in a romantic relationship where you see your partner in a certain light and then all of a sudden there is some behavior that is so egregious that you no longer see them in the same way. Maybe they cheated on you or they flirted with somebody or you found out that that alcohol problem was really an alcohol problem. Whatever it is, there is something that changed your view of your partner And you are no longer able to recognize the person that you thought they were. And because of that, you can't go backwards. There is no way to unsee what you have seen. You have no choice but to reposition yourself. And in a case like that, where there's some bad behavior in a relationship that is just so egregious that it becomes a deal breaker in the relationship 
and you can predict it because you know when and where and how you plan it out, you're going to dump the person, it still is a strange place to be in terms of figuring out what your life looks like without that person. And what does it look like when you are now single? And what does it look like when you can't do the same hobbies with the person that you were partnered with anymore? That you have to find someone else to do those hobbies with or you do them alone. And so even though you were the person who ultimately made the decision to blow everything up, you are also the person who has to figure out what position you're going to be in now and what your life is going to look like without that person in your life. And so this idea, this idea of repositioning is something that I think everybody goes through multiple times in your life, a place where you see everything fall apart, the old way is no longer going to be, and you have to put yourself in a new position for the life that is yours going forward with whatever change has already occurred. And it is a place of growth. And it can be very exciting because good things can happen even when the blowing up part of your life was really awful at the time, like getting dumped or fired or laid off or whatever. Even though it was really horrible when it happened, you can end up in a wonderful position after the fact. And I think that all of us have had these things happen in our lives where we didn't necessarily see it coming and something major happened and the old way no longer fit us and we could no longer go on or we were told we could no longer go on with things the way they were. And so we had to gear up and reposition ourselves for the next chapter in life. And when life gets better after the fact, you realize that the change was necessary and the blow up was necessary in order to put you in the position you are now to live a better life from here on. And this is part of psychological growth. This is what it means to grow, that you shed the old skin of the old ways and you have new skin and you are to go forward in your new skin and in your new ways. And I feel very fortunate in the work that I do because I sometimes get people who are in the middle of the blow-up. A lot of times I get people in the middle of their life blowing up. But what's really great is that I always end up with people who are 
trying to reposition themselves and try to figure out how to move forward now that everything has changed and they are unable to see things the same way anymore. And it is really the best time for you to go to therapy. It is the perfect time for you to get clarity when everything has already blown up and you have to figure out what next and you're trying to navigate what next and trying on your new life and how it's going to be. It's good to come to therapy at that time. It's best to come to therapy at that time because that's when you really need the clarity and you really need someone to guide you into the what next. And I feel grateful that I am able to witness the magic, really, of people being able to move forward with a growth mindset after everything has changed. And it is that kind of stuff. It is the witnessing of the psychological shifts in people that really make this work worth it to see people change and find happiness and grow is amazing to witness. So if you're in that position, as always, I would recommend that you get yourself into therapy and you set yourself up for success. Be well, and thank you for listening.